Welcome to the 249th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Count up very quickly on 250. Very close to 250. We're always you know, hitting these milestones. Yeah, how, it's uh, nothing special for 250. I keep, I keep feeling I want to say something is going to happen to these big milestones, but that never the big does. thing is, I, I feel like the big <laughs> thing is just that we're still doing it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, f- it's five years. It's it's actually literally right r- right around that five-year mark right now. I think Is we it? started September of 2014, if I'm not mistaken. And oh. yeah, so we're September 2019 right now. It makes sense too. I mean, too, we, we were very, we were pretty inconsistent um, parts of that first year with when we uploaded. Sometimes we would do an episode and then we would go like two weeks with two, three weeks, at maybe even without recording one. But at some point you... uh you were like, we got to stay consistent with this. And so we've been weekly ever since. Maybe we've taken one week off on like some holiday at some yeah. point in the past, but we usually try to pre-record to anticipate those. And yeah, it makes sense. So 50, 50 episodes per year, 52 really. And we're coming coming right up on to, uh, 250 right now. So it's exciting. That really is amazing. That yeah. really is amazing. Um. You know, it's early morning Sunday, uh, and I was just thinking that, um, have you seen the new Bill Burr special? We, we just finished watching it last night. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty good. I need to watch it again, uh, or maybe even watch some of his older ones, because we we had to watch it over the course of two sittings. Oh, okay. And the first day, I think we watched. I think we started watching on maybe Wednesday or Thursday, and I just had to keep pausing it because Gordon kept crying, like mm. you know. And this is he's in he's in a stage right now where we can get away with watching this around him. Uh, certainly not trying to listen to Bill Burr when he starts like understand things. No, just pick up on his anger, <laughs> <laughs> all those words. So uh, it's funny, Bill Burr is like. He doesn't really talk about like sex or anything. I mean, he did nah. in this special a little but, bit, but but he's very vulgar in, ter- in in terms of his language. Yeah. Um, what, what is uh, uh, what was funny and a big takeaway for me um, from the special is this thing that he says about uh, one of the one of the big. Uh, it's one of the big point, call it points of feedback that his wife has is like basically who he is as a person, right? Like all she has against me is who I am as a person. You need to work on yourself. Right. He's like the the building that has scaffolding for five years or whatever. Um, but one of the things that he goes, uh, he says is, you know, she always complains that she never knows where the anger is coming from. Like how does he go from zero to a hundred? so quickly and he goes i idle at 75 and i I think that really resonates with me um there's uh i think especially living in new york 
and just the fact that I interact with people so often, so frequently, that when people do dumb stuff or people do things that tick me off, I feel like I'm already idling at 75. Like, when I leave the house, I'm at 75. It's just like, uh, it's just like an auto, auto reset from, oh, you know, things could be good, things could be bad, but, you know, you're still in the apartment, and so you're like, all right, you know, whatever. And then when they leave the house, it's like, do 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 75. It's like anything that anyone does just pisses me off. I know you're example, up there. I'm not sure if you're quite at 75, example, though, but go ahead. I mean, maybe not, but certainly higher than 50, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. You're always on edge. I'm always on edge. Like, I was taking the, the subway back after work on Friday, and there was these three high school kids. Um, and the fact that I knew that they were in high school was because they were talking about study hall. I was like, all right, well, there's only there's only one there's only one age that like has study hall, and they were like these three like high school kids, and they like ha- they were they were swinging their backpack, uh, like they had it in their hands, and this one kid kept swinging it back and forth, and it kept hitting me in the back of the leg, and I'm like, are you? Oh, we're gonna do this the entire ride, and as we were uh, getting ready to get off the train at my stop. Like, these kids were so, uh, so pushy to, like, move, past, like, you know, get off the train. And there's, it's a it's a big stop, so a lot of people get off. And it's also in a part of town where there's a lot of older people, so they don't move as fast. And so, yeah, you're going to take a second to get off. And it's not like the train is on a timer where it's like, well, yeah, you know, this time you only have three people off, so you got to wait 20 blocks. Um we were right in the conductor's car. So it's not like they're not seeing any of this, but they kept trying to push past me and you can just feel like this pressure on your back that's like slowly pushing. Yeah. And I'm just standing there like you, oh, we're really doing this. You're and like, then when we all, right. And then you just want to turn around and drop kick somebody sometimes. Um, and I never felt it more than 10 seconds later when we're all off the train and we're like, uh, we're walking up the stairs and there's two flights of stairs um, in the straight line. But, two flights of stairs and you know like when you're walking up the stairs and somebody clips the back of your shoe you're like you might be walking a little too close like give me oh yeah yeah yeah. give me a two-step buffer this kid clipped my shoe three times on the way up Mm. and i was like and you put your whole foot on the stair so he's right up on you yeah you know i put see you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) i put my whole foot on the stair and he's clipping my foot and i just don't think it was just one of those things where you just gotta you gotta put that rage, you gotta push it down, and then so I was just thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I idol at seventy five. It's just these things that people do, and it's like you wanna you. There's a part of you that always wants to overreact. Like, wouldn't it be nice in a world where? Remember what was that Adam Sandler movie that where he had the remote that could stop time? Oh, Click! I love that click. movie. Yeah. Um, wouldn't it be nice if you could just hit like pull out a remote? do that turn around and just like there's <laughs> 300 spartan kick somebody just like now you gotta feel that i'll see you later um you know it's just uh i feel like these are the and my the way that i overreact is these are the same kids that'll uh you know if something were to happen they'd be on tv with you know flanked by their parents talking about how disappointed they are in their own in their own behavior and uh they're just a normal person it's like the you know you're i was reading the news recently uh felicity huffman got sentenced to 14 days in jail because uh of the 
cheating scandal to get into college. Yeah. And the entire time, she was, like, writing a blog about how hard it was to, to raise kids. And, you know, you got to honor hard work and all that stuff. But at the same time, in court, she was like, I didn't want my daughter's inability to do math get in the way of her future. Um, it's like, well, I think the one way to get ahead of that is to get your daughter to be good at math. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you, you can't have a level playing field and then be like, all right, well. I'm going to get my daughter into a room with a proctor who's going to give her all the right answers. You know, I didn't, I didn't realize that she had a blog. Um, yeah, that's a, it's not a good look. It's just not a good look. And I think that's one of the reasons why they, uh, they gave her, uh, a sentence and they're saying that because of her involvement, uh, with the cheating scandal being on the lighter side and getting 14 days sort of sends a message that like, as they move their way up, to Aunt Becky, that yeah. uh, she's going to get hit with something serious. I I don't even I didn't follow exactly what happened, but apparently her like what hers her her charges is a little bit more severe, but she's also been way less remorseful. Yeah, and by way less remorseful, I mean like not remorseful whatsoever. I believe so. But this is going off of like the comments on Reddit alone, and so I'm not really I don't really know nearly enough to to say anything with any level of certainty. I have yeah. to imagine, though, that, uh, like, I, I can't imagine it being any, like, hard time. Like, I can't, I saw somebody say something about, like, oh, six to seven years. Well, it's six to seven years. We'll, we'll see about that. I feel Not like I've never that, seen it. Not only that, but, like, what kind of prison, you know? Is it, like, yeah. that white collar, whatever Jeff Epstein got, where, like, he could go, he could leave during the day, but just have to sleep there at night, you yeah. know, and, like. Like a hotel. I don't know. Or the one that, um. What's his face? When just sitting there playing tennis, like Wolf, the end of Wolf of Wall Street, we see. Uh, oh yeah, Leo's character just like playing tennis and just hamming it up with the other dudes. There it was sort of like some type of country club. Yeah, it's a hundred percent a country club, you know. Um, and you know, sort of coming back, like uh, we were, we were out yesterday at a housewarming party, and on the way back. You know, there was a, we took the train, we were in Jersey, we took uh, the train back, we were on the subway. When I was texting you, I was still like out last night. Okay. Um, and when we, uh, when we were on the subway, again, it was a packed train at like, I want to say 11 o'clock. And thankfully it was making express stops because otherwise from, uh, what's it called, from Penn Station to my place, it's five stops. But if it's uh, an express train, it's two stops. From 34th Street, you get the next stop at Times Square and then 72nd Street. So it's great. And there's this family, right? There's this uh, this family and these two older women uh, are standing. And the way that they're holding the pole, it's like they, they're purposefully pushing against the overhead pole. Like their arms are straight and they're leaning back. And so her entire back is on my arm. And it's like, I know that's crowded in here, but do you really feel the need to push off against the pole? You know, it's almost like when a little kid is like hanging off a monkey bar. Yeah. Like at an angle. And it's like, what are we, what are we doing? The, the train is packed. You can feel that you're leaning up against somebody, you know, and, and, and you really don't, you really don't care that you're doing this. You know, it's just... The, what's the level of decency that 
one can expect when you're going out? And then what's the level of reaction you're allowed to give? I'm not saying we're dropkicking people, but are you allowed to say something to people? Are you about to be like, excuse me, you're on my arm? When you have some sort of like, like how do you balance or reconcile the need for like respected personal space with you being on the subway in New York City? I mean, we've all been on really packed Monday, or not on Monday, but like morning commute trains where everyone's like literally squished in like sardines, like those uh, definitely not as bad as the Japanese subways that you see where people are like the conductors or the platform agents are like pushing with all their might to get people in. Um, certainly not that bad, but it's certainly bad where you feel like every party is touching somebody. And so if it was something like that, I get, you know, you can't really say nothing. We're all packed in here together. Right. But if there's enough space, like, do we really need to be, like, rubbing up against each other like this? You know? Like, how would you feel if somebody did that to you? You'd, fr- you'd freak out. Yeah. And so why are, you doing that to- why are you doing that to me? Yeah. Again, idling above 50. Maybe this is why I'm, like, always... I don't know. It's, I feel like I'm a... Uh... You know, like, uh, tinnitus, how they say that tinnitus is basically the cause of, like, the hairs in your inner ear, like, vibrating more than they should be? Yeah. I just feel like there's this, like, string that is taut uh, for everybody on a scale of 0 to 100. And mine is always just, like, vibrating, you know? Like, I don't know. Like, we're sort of whipping back and forth, and it's definitely held up, so there's a little bit of tension there, but, man... I don't know, dude. I, I I totally understand this thing that you said uh, a couple of years. It was either months or years back where you're like, I just hate people. I hate people. <laughs> I was like, yes, I get that. I get that very, very intimately. Yeah, I can't, uh, I can't stand people in general. Like, I I love people with, you know, having one-on-one interactions with people. I'm, I feel like I can get along with people pretty easily, have great conversations with them. But people in groups, just people worried about themselves and you're, there's no chance that you're having a, an, an actual, like, meaningful interaction with another person. This is like, get out of my way. Why can't we all just pay attention? Just, like, the, the common tasks of driving or being on public transportation. I guess I'm experiencing both of those <laughs> these days. Um, you know, why, like, why, why can't we just do what we need to do to get to where we need to be and just do it? And, and focus on that being the primary task at hand. Right. Like, I have such a, I have such a, I place a lot of stress on, like, figuring out what the right way to interact is in any social situation. And I feel like I'm, like, in my head more than I need to be. Uh, but I don't always, I don't think that most people operate that way. I feel like most people, like, blissfully Especially when you see some of the behavior out here, you're like, are you just blissfully walking through life, just like <laughs> thinking that everyone's gonna bend to whatever you want to do? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, so. Ah, man, I don't know, dude. But uh, anyways, so overall, I like the Bill Burr special. I don't know if it's his best one. Um, I also don't know which one of his is the best. I like the black and white one a lot. Uh. But I think I like the one from uh, a while back where he's talking about uh, getting the gun, you know, and firing it at the uh, at the person who's like, you know, broke into his house with a sickle. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's my favorite special. But that's like two specials back. It's always exciting, though, to see either a Bill Burr special or a Chappelle special. 
Um, I think those two people right now are the specials. I'm like, oh, I need to watch this immediately. I uh, yeah, I I love when these when these you know these big names hit drop specials, especially on Netflix. I feel like it's I feel like it's free. It's obviously not free. We're paying into it, but uh, it it there's no there's no um, additional buy-in cost for what I'm already spending to see it. So that I guess that's where I get the idea of quote free from. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I so with with ship this with the Chappelle special. I had just coincidentally decided to watch or just listen really to um, Chappelle specials when I was at work doing some kind of like tedious ish task. And I wanted to do the same with Bill Burr um, with, with, so sorry, with Chappelle, it was, it was literally just a coincidence. I was just looking for, I just wanted to have something in the background that just wasn't really music or podcast. And I ended up settling on Chappelle and it just so happened coincidentally that his, his, uh, I think the, the commercial for his newest one had like just just dropped like that same day when I was watching um, all his other ones. Mm-hmm. But with Bill Burr, I knew that his was coming out and I was like, oh, I really want to listen to his again. But I just wasn't doing that same type of like tedious task. And so I started one of the specials and I just had to pause it or stop it because I just couldn't I couldn't listen to the jokes and, and focus on what I was trying to do at the same time. Yeah. So. It's been a bit since I've been refreshed with with a, a Bill Burr special, but maybe what I'll do is load them onto my onto my um, iPad and li- and watch slash listen to them on the train when I'm heading to work one morning or some mornings, just to kind of be refreshed by them. Um. Yeah. It's uh. What's funny though is I have the opposite view or slash take on it where. If I'm doing something, I just got to put it on. It's like a podcast. And I'll just laugh at my desk. You know? Yeah. Uh, I definitely, when the Chappelle uh, special came out, I probably watched that like three times that day. Just back to back to back. Wow. Um, And then with the Bill Burr special, I did it twice. Like once I finished it, I like ran it right back. I was like, all right, you know, listen to it first time, cold. And then second time, I was like, all right, let's sort of listen to what he's saying. And, uh, you know, I I feel like his, his ending ended a little soft this time. Um, it didn't feel like it had like the because you know how he normally ends like a one really long bit right like he has a cruise ship one before right uh, where he pretended to be one of the one of the submarine captains shooting everybody and then there was the other one was uh, <laughs> the uh, the helicopter story um, the one I said it before where you know he's got the gun and his dog is waking up but with this one it just felt like he he was talking and then it just sort of ended you know fair enough um, yeah but. You know, he. I. I would love to see him, but I think the last time he was, he came through an MSG, it just didn't work out for us. But uh, I think you know, maybe I remember when we saw him in person, like we were, we were crying. Yeah. And maybe there's something about it being live that like, hits you different. I don't know. Where Where did we see him? It was MSG, he, right? It was MSG. Okay, yeah. he came back to MSG again. No, was it Radio City? I don't remember. It's hard to remember these things. I was just, I was like, wait, wasn't it? And it, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, it would, it would be great to see some of these people live. I know you live in the best city in the world to see, to well, one of the best cities in the world to see comedians live. You know, they if they're if they're on tour, they're definitely stopping in New York City, right? So, yeah, got to make those trips up. Um, 
Yeah, but it's also timing, you know, like yeah, uh, certainly access. Like last night, there was uh, one of my uh, one of my favorite uh, music artists, Brandy Carlisle. Uh, she was playing an MSG, and uh, because we had a housewarming party, like I obviously didn't know that Brandy Carlisle was going to be an MSG. You know, uh, yeah. just the uh, the timing. Another thing is the night before the New York City Marathon this year. One of my, I think my all-time favorite artist, Gregory Allen Isakov, will be in New York playing a show. Mm. I just can't be out late the night before a marathon. You know, I got yeah. to wake up at like 4.30 to like get on a, a subway, to get on a ferry, to get to Staten Island, to run 26 miles. You know, it's just, it's a, just can't do it. Not going to be able to do it, you know. I think just even, even though you're close, it's, it's tough to, it's tough to get everything in that you want to do. No, I hear you. That is very true. Yeah. Um, so what's uh what's your uh what's your day looking like today? Um, so my mother in law, one of her friends, has been in town. Uh she's just visiting. She's been here this weekend and this morning we're gonna go we're gonna go out and get breakfast before her flight this afternoon. And then afterwards, one of my really good friends from way back in the day is gonna be coming over to visit with his wife and daughter. And I believe his mother-in-law actually is coming as well. And so this, so this friend of mine, uh, his name is Jeremy. We, we uh, met, I think we met when we both lived in Indianapolis and, or outside of Indianapolis. So this goes back to what, 98 to 2001. But when we lived there, like he was my best friend. My dad used to, my, my dad used to like host these parties all the time. There was a pretty big community of, of, um, of Ganyins. And we would, he would throw parties like all the time. I don't think my mom cared for these parties so much because she was always having to like prep food and do all sorts of things. But as a kid, oh man, we lived for these things because all, all their, all of my dad's friends would bring their kids who, you know, were and with, with five kids of their own, you know, and my, those being my parents, it was pretty easy to find kids that were somewhere near at least the age of one of us. So you'd have all these people coming over and, yeah. you know, be watching movies or, or like playing games or doing whatever, whatever it is that kids do. Right. And so I think that's how, how uh, Jeremy and I had met. His parents would come to these parties and they had, they have three kids. Uh, their oldest is the age of my oldest brother. Then uh, their second is, is my age. And then their youngest daughter is in between my younger brother and youngest sister's age. Mm-hmm. And so all, th- all three of us, or sorry, all three of them were really close with um, with the five of us, um, the, my parents' kids. And so we would, you know, do, you know, we would get together all the time, you know, outside of these parties and, and whatnot. And so when we moved to Pennsylvania in 2001, that was like the worst part. It's like, oh, man, like, you know, we're not we're not we're not going to be able to see Jeremy and them on the weekends anymore. You know, mm. you can't just pop, decide to pop over. Like, oh, let's, you know, what do you guys want to do this weekend? Oh, let, let me call them and see if they're free, right? Can't do that anymore when you live 10 hours away. So on occasion, we would drive out to Indiana, to Indiana especially after my oldest brother went to, uh, moved out there for college. But the trips out there became less frequent as we got older. But, we, you know, in the day and age of social media, we did start to keep up or keep in touch. And so about two weeks ago, it was his birthday. So I texted him happy birthday. And then he let me know that he's actually moved to Baltimore with his family like that same weekend. And Baltimore is only about an hour-ish away from, from Lena and me. 
So they're going to be coming up today to uh, to visit. They'll meet Gordon. I'll see his daughter. His daughter's freaking adorable, super cute. Yeah. Uh, she's I think she's two now, but when I when I met her, she was probably like six months old. Just like the friendliest, uh, constantly smiling little girl. So I'm excited to see them again. It'll be uh, I think it'll be the first time I'm seeing them in over a year now. I think we last saw him at his brother's wedding. But, uh, you know, hoping to pick things off, pick things off where we left them in, yeah. uh, or pick things up where we left them off in 2001, 18 years. Jesus, 18 years ago. I know. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. You old man. Yeah. So. Oh, great. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, I got to tell you about what I've been watching lately. What are you watching? So I haven't, I still haven't finished Mindhunter and I think I told you the last time I was on like episode seven, that was like two weeks ago or maybe a week ago. I'm still on episode seven. And the reason is because I started watching Dragon Ball Super. Now you didn't watch really? Dragon Ball Z back no, in the day, right? Never, ever, ever. <laughs> oh man, but Majib and I, my younger brother and I, we watched Dragon Ball Z all the time. We would come home from school post up in the basement i think i saw the other day i thought there were like 600 episodes of dragon ball z it turns out that's way too many there were there were like 260 some episodes of the series and majib and i would come home from school also when we were living in indiana and watch the show every every afternoon after school and uh i had i had heard that dragon ball super had come out a few years ago i never had much of an interest in watching it um i guess for a variety of reasons or maybe just, I don't know, maybe not a variety of reasons. I don't know. I, I guess I could have been interested in watching it, but I just didn't feel, feel like going out of my way to, to like figuring it out, getting it set up, all that other fun stuff. But I've been subscribed to YouTube TV for, for a little over a month now. And for some reason, they decided to recommend that show to me, which is a bit of an odd recommendation, considering I've, I haven't actually watched any Dragon Ball on YouTube TV, let alone, I guess, at all in the last like 15 years or so. But I just, on a whim, decided to just throw it on, kind of background, and man, I've been flying through the show. Mm. I'm, I'm on. <laughs> there, there are 128 episodes right now. Oh my god! Yeah, there are 128 episodes of the show. Do you want to take? Do you want to take a wild guess at what episode number I'm on? Forty. No, you're way off. <laughs> you're oh, way off. No. Oh Hold no! Oh no! This is this isn't showing right. I got I got to scroll down. Try again. Try again while I scroll and try to figure out what episode you I'm on. You have to scroll. Oh god! No, it starts you off at a hundred. It starts you off at the most recent. So I have to scroll down to get to the past episodes. But I'm not that far from 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 current. That's that's what I'll say. How many total episodes are there? A hundred and twenty-eight have been released. And stupid question, but you start you start off you start off at one. Yes. Yes. What are you at ninety? I'm pretty close to ninety. I'm at I'm at eighty three. So these. I mean, epi- you do have a commute. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's really easy to fly through these episodes. They're about they're about twenty minutes each. Oh, okay. They're, I think they might even be a little under twenty minutes each. Um, the the opening credits and like the the, the last time on Dragon Ball Z um, moments take up about three minutes. Then the end credits take up like another couple of minutes. So I think each episode is probably like 18-ish minutes of actual content. And yeah, you got that. I got that morning commute on the train. Like I, I can chew through easily three episodes on the train. No problem. Um, and then coming home 
I'm not really watching it when I'm standing there or anything like that. So I'll when I'm coming home, it's more like an episode and a half, maybe two. But when I'm working from home, like it's it's a show. It's a show that I'm not like, oh, I need to like catch every single moment. You know, it's not like I, I have to catch every little bit of dialogue. I need to see every bit of action. No, it's not. It's not really like that. It's more it's more something that can be background for me. Like I'll be doing chores around the house or like doing the dishes in the kitchen and whatnot. And I could turn my back to the TV and have it on. And, and, and that's fine. So that's partially why I'm able to fly through it. But I'm just surprised still at seeing that episode number like, geez, Louise, how 80? 83? That's, that's nuts, dude. I know. I've only been watching it for like 10 days. So it's about eight episodes per day. Eight episodes per day? Yeah. That's uh, that's progress, dude. Good for you. I mean, I can't really talk right because I also have been beasting through shows recently. Caught up on Succession. Uh, oh, you're you've caught up. Yeah, all five you, episodes. You just on wait, the wait. low, on oh, the low. Oh, you already watched last season. I did watch last season. Okay, I thought you were starting from scratch. So when you told me you started it like a week ago, I thought you were starting from from season one. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, I finished that. I also watched The Good Boys in like two days. Just The Boys. The Boys, sorry. The, the Good Place. The Good Place. Yeah. Um, yeah, all of those shows together. Uh, and what else can I tell you? Um, what, did, what did you think of The Boys while you think about which, what else you watched? Absolutely 100% love The Boys. Awesome. Best show I've seen in a long time. I was telling you, like, when, when it comes to TV shows, TV show recommendations, you always want to go come at this, like, cautiously. Not even just TV shows, anything and anything. Movies, uh, YouTube videos. Like, you don't, you don't want to make a recommendation and be like, oh, this is the best thing I've seen in a while. And then, and then have the person watch it and just not feel the same way. Like, I feel like we've all had those experiences back in the day with YouTube. I'm not sure about nowadays, but about like five five to ten years ago you'd be like oh this youtube video is great you share the youtube video you're like you're in person with this person so you can see the reaction and it gets to your favorite part and you're expecting like a bunch of laughter and your favorite part passes and there's like hardly a chuckle you're like oh shit you start to get like hot and sweaty like i made a mistake i need to get out i need to back out that's how i felt recommending the boys to you i was like i don't know if he's gonna like it i'm not sure i'm not sure if this is really good or if, you know, I just enjoyed it and, and other people might not feel the same way, but I'm, I'm glad to hear that you really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, very much so. Very much so. You enjoyed it. Uh, I'm trying to make my way through Mindhunter right now. It's just, it's taking a bit of time. Because um, you're watching that with Carolyn too, right? Yeah. So, and just, going, so starting from season one also for that one. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, is that it for today? I guess it's a bit of a bit of an abrupt end. I mean, I don't know. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm fine All with right. it. They'll be fine with it. All right, that's fine. That we just gotta make fine. sure. We just gotta be. We just gotta make sure on two fifty that we that we stick the landing a little bit. It's a little bit bumpy on the way down today. <laughs> I'll be on the. I'll, I'll be on alert for it next time. Yeah. Right. Right. You, know, you know you know what I've done though? I've saved us five minutes and now we can play gears for five minutes. Yeah, that's how it's gonna go. 
Gotta go put Gordon in his car seat and get out of here. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's do that. All right. Well, I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. 